3: Yeah.
1: All alone?
0: Yeah.
1: On our son's bicycle?
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard to be without your bike, so do something easy and protect it with Progressive Motorcycle Insurance. And when you ride with us for four straight years without an accident, we won't count your first one against you,
1: no matter how much it costs. Visit Progressive.com to quote today Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Accident Forgiveness not available in all states. This
3: is this is this is this is this is it. Heat,
4: heat, beep, 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 beep
1: with Giancarlo Navas and Ryan Goins.
3: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today, we have our Heat Twitter president, Alf. I still don't know if you're former Heat Twitter president or if you're current Heat Twitter president. I don't know, Alf.
1: I'm from from one of those shithole countries, so I don't know. (laughs)
3: There you go. Okay, so Alf's on the show today. We have our heat beat insider. Shout out to Major
1: Slate. Yeah, Baby hey, represent
3: <laughs> Heat Beat Insider Lefty Late.
5: Insider is a little bit of a generous term, but what's up, guys? Listen, we
3: have to self we have to self promote ourselves because nobody else will. We have to make ourselves self important. So Amen. we will call it Heatbeat Insider. Hashtag source insider. Um and our special guest, our first special guest, we're going to have uh, George Sedano of ESPN and formerly of Miami uh, Media. How are you, George? Welcome back to the program.
1: What's
4: up, gentlemen? How are you? God,
3: we're doing great. Excited. Well, some of us are excited um, because there's a lot of Dion Waiters hate here. I know Leif doesn't like him. I'm not a fan. Oh, you're not a fan <laughs> either. You're in, you're anti-Dion. Uh, Alf hates him. Hate
4: um him. <laughs> If you want, if you want, in a, I mean, hate is a strong word. Um, yeah, in a, exactly. if, if, hate him if if as you a want, player. Yeah, if you want inefficient um, I mean ball hogs, yeah, I mean, he's your guy.
3: You don't think that a lot of why he was so bad this year was injury? Because, like, and I've made this point before, but, like, you watch him, especially defensively, and sometimes he just, like, doesn't care. Like, he's not do- – like, and that's not – that's I mean, throughout his career, he's never been the guy that's not trying on defense. And I felt that was kind of indicative of, oh, his health's bad, that, like, he's not even competing
4: there. Yeah, look, I think the health plays a part in it, but I also think he feels like he's arrived a little bit. Um, that's what I've gathered from talking to people. Um, and I think he felt like this was his team. Like he Remember, he was the guy who, who famously dubbed himself Kobe Wade in college. So I think he felt like, oh, here I am. This is my squad now. Like, I'm good. And I don't think that that's what this team wants or needs from him um i think that there's a part of the locker room that feels like he just kind of his head got a little big after hitting some game winners and getting paid uh that's my sense from just kind of uh some conversations i've had i,
5: I think that that's pretty legit um the you know the things i've heard that are a little uh disconcerting is that the heat had to basically like uh, almost force him to have this surgery. So it's like you think about back to last summer when uh, when we knew he was injured and we knew he could have had this surgery and they took a different route. And now they're having to like thoroughly convince him and he's almost begrudgingly having this surgery. Um, it's just an interesting dynamic. And I think that uh, the relationship has been better, which is a weird thing to say that we're even caring about the relationship of Dion Waiters <laughs> with the Miami Heat. But here we are.
4: See, I've but actually heard the, the exact opposite. I've heard he's the one that's been pushing for the surgery and the team feels like he just needs rest. Um, so that's interesting that you've heard that. I've heard the total opposite.
5: Wow. No, I, I've heard exactly the opposite. Interesting. Leif, your hashtag well, fake, news. To, fake news. Fake news, fake sources. I, want him to have,
1: I just want him to have surgery so the season's over because I'm just thoroughly enjoying watching this team play team basketball and that was not happening when he was in there. And that's one of the things you're saying, Gianni, that it's about his injury. And I understand, yeah, his injury held him back. But you wouldn't think it by the way he was shooting and playing. He was still trying to take over games. And I mean, we're we're in the second quarter, and he's you know we're having possessions without a single pass, and he's shooting a fadeaway jumper. I mean, if you look at the way the team's playing now, it's it's nothing like that at all. There's there's no. Except for maybe Goron, a little bit. There's nobody being really ball dominant. The ball's moving. It's just a, it's a much more aesthetically pleasing brand of basketball without him on the court.
4: Look, the reality is this team is going to be best suited if they find a small forward in some way, shape, or form, whether that's through trade, you know, free agency, whatever. Um, because Josh Richardson's best position is playing the two guard, and that if they can slot him into the right position and they can find a small forward then dion becomes even more expendable um at but, that point
1: i mean george what do you think because it, it's one of the th- I, I mean i'm super riley culture brainwashed heat fan um one of the worst but i still cannot wrap my head around how we made how we i'll say we we made the mistake <laughs> of signing this guy to four years when on a bum ankle, where the the doctors inside that building should have known about his ankle more than anybody, all that and also if we're looking at the the depth at that position, why what was the need to sign Dion the four years for what is it four years forty seven million? I mean, well, you, I think
4: you just answered the you, you, you know the answer was in what I told you earlier. It's why the Heat doctors felt like all he needed was rest As far as I'm concerned, because. Again, they felt like he'd recover without needing surgery, hence why they were willing to give him that money. And I think what they thought was, hey, maybe this guy can turn the corner. He's a former lottery pick, um, a top, what, three, four lottery pick, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. And maybe we can turn him into something. Maybe we can make him the diamond in the rough. They believe their own you know, headlines and their own press clippings, and they believe in culture, and they believe they can turn anyone. Unfortunately, you can do that at times for a season, um, but you may not be able to turn them completely. Like, uh, what is it? Uh, 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 what's the line? The tiger doesn't change its stripes or the cliche, right? Like, I think that's just who it is. You know, that's what he is. So he, he bought in. He bought, Well, look, I mean, Hassan still has Hassan things, right? Hassan like, had an assist has, last night. Right, but he, also, <laughs> but he also pouts like a mother, yeah. doesn't he? Like, he no, still that's... does all that.
5: Yeah, and I, I said that to to your point, George, is that like you that a tiger does not change its
4: stripes. You're right. So like Hassan was getting yelled at by Spo the other day. Now, granted, Spo has a lot of patience with him, and so for him to lose it like that no, that wasn't Hassan's
1: you... fault. Dude, Hassan was gassed. I didn't like I listen, I'm I'm not I'm I'm a Hassan fan, but I I see his flaws. I didn't I thought that was over the top. Um I thought he uh Hassan should have been out about 2 minutes earlier than that that play. Up at, like that was a... he was that it got frenetic, he was gassed. Uh I mean like you could see it in his face. So I was listen, I, I get it. Mean. I mean there's probably no. There's probably like 15 other times Spo hasn't blown his top. So you have to give him that pass. But I just did not like I didn't I, did I didn't like that one. I mean suck it up, dude. Play defense.
4: Yeah. Okay? Like seriously. Yeah. Correct. You're out there for that. That is the reason you're but out there. When did, listen, when listen, when did George player. become to
1: No, but listen, if that if that blow up uh, is the reason why he made that ridiculous block last night, you know, when he would probably gas end of the game and he out of he had no right to block that shot from what was it Sabonis? Yep. Mm-hmm. Was, a bonus was, it was it Sabonis or was it was some big stiff. Bonus. Um but he uh he blocked that shot out of nowhere and it was like where did he come from? Maybe that's one of that's that effort that Spo knows that's in there that he needs to get he needs to bring out. I know in the, the Lord. Yes, well, the, Exactly.
5: The other Spo frustration, it's built up because you see, like there is um, pretty widespread universal um, feelings that that Spo is in a lot of ways quote unquote done with Hassan. Like done with this, when is he gonna arrive? When 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 do we have to stop saying he'll get there? Uh, so I think that sometimes you see the culmination of a lot of frustrating moments come up when he's stomping his feet on the court, when he's not contesting a DeRozan layup and things like that.
4: I think Eric has done a lot of stuff beyond the basketball court to m- make Hassan feel like he's a big part of this. Like he's gone above and beyond what any normal coach would do in a lot of ways. And I don't need to go into detail, Just you can just take my word for it, that when he doesn't reciprocate that attention and that nurturing, it pisses him the bleep off. And it w- it would anybody. Um Why
1: I got I get to sense that like suppose buying him building blocks and Legos. <laughs> right. So the
4: point is, yeah, exa- you are right to an extent, right? They're like playing it, catch. So, so the, the, the point the the point is stop being a baby already. Let's go.
1: Grow no, up. It's, it's so disheartening when people are like yeah, when Hassan's engaged, he's our best player. The hell you mean engage? You're getting paid twenty million a year. You're an NBA. Like why do you have to be motivated every day? Like, it, it, it's, like It's why he
4: has very little value outside of the heat because teams are afraid that he's if he's sulking there, like what what do you think he's gonna do if he goes to Sacramento? You know what I mean? Or something like that.
5: It's the culture working directly against them because everyone's like, Well, yeah, he'll do that around those guys, but if he comes, you know, anywhere else, yeah, George is absolutely right.
1: Yeah, like everyone thinks Dion Waiters and James Johnson are gonna get fat again as soon as they leave Miami. <laughs> it's true. Like, guys well, yeah, kinda season. fat right now.
4: Dion's kinda right. fat right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah got pudgy in the off season.
1: He did eating freaking spaghetti all day. Jackass.
5: <laughs> so on to better on so to better topics. To What's, what's up with Bam?
1: No, What's dude that about, that man. damn that damn article fooled us all, man. It's the article. I was thinking about it today, like what fooled us all. Like he that no, article I'll, made him oh the uh, players' four year contract. Yeah yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a but he, like Dion's ascended into memes. Like in basketball terms, like he's a meme, right? To everyone else, he's a meme, and to us, he was mm-hmm. a savior, which is hilarious. And how did we not yep. see? Oh.
4: I mean, listen, man. I I wouldn't. Have, like, I mean, I I pretty much said this on one of your podcasts. I wasn't. I wouldn't. I wasn't down on signing Hassan to a long-term deal, and I sure as hell wasn't down to sign Dion to a long-term deal. And here we are, where they're both signed to long-term deals.
1: <laughs> as, well, as well as James, I don't mind the James Johnson deal. The only deal I hate on the whole team is Dion.
3: I'm gonna be quiet. Um, I'm gonna be quiet on what deal I
1: hate. Oh sure. You
4: clearly hate Tyler. I, um, didn't, say, I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, and you know what I. I don't think that I, I, listen, Zach Lowe's way more plugged in than I am. I, I I still think that if you if you give Brooklyn the right pieces, I think that they were in they were willing to give him the same bleeping deal. So like I, I still think that there's that if there's one team out there it could be them. Well, now it, I don't know what you'd want from Brooklyn, but
3: it makes sense for them because since they had no picks anyway. It would probably help to invest in a guy like him that he might get better, and if he doesn't, whatever. You know, it's not like you're going to contend anyway. So even if he's eating cap, it's not like you know you were kind of in, you were kind of in hell anyway. So I mean, they have Allen
4: Crabbe, right? I mean, yeah, you
3: know what I mean. So uh, that's a that's a that team made sense for him, and at this point, I kind of think Miami should probably keep him because correct. that expiring contract's going to help them, you know, yes.
4: down the road. Yes. So yes, you know, might as well it at will- this point. Will- yeah, you got to eat it now. Forget it. Like it is what it is. Unless yeah, Brooklyn is. will take him right like now.
5: <laughs> and, and he and he he is he has been productive. I know that at the beginning of the season things got weird, but uh, as he shot better, um, you know he is productive. So it, at least it's not like oh, yeah. a Luol Tang type 19, 17 million where he's not even with the team
1: or he's it's not dead even... weight at the end of the bench.
5: Correct. Correct. Well,
1: so, I, what player. was I reading? The the he, top five offensive rating, uh, oh, the five yeah. man lineup, um, they all contain TJ, all yeah, of them. Like do. that's, the, I, like I listen, that's impressive as hell. Like that's you know the top five, all all include that guy, and, and then what he showed yesterday with a pinched nerve, going out there and playing a hell of a game, well, man. Was, like that, I don't know, I li- I like. And that's I the like stuff the
3: that bothers me about him. When they invest so much money in him, and he's playing with a damn pinched nerve. Dude, take care of yourself. Like, you're not, you're not no, helping UD anybody by doing that.
1: They, they had an article today. UD is the one who convinced him to play. But UD's an idiot. Right.
3: Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, but
3: here, uh, here's the thing. You're, you're you're you, Udonis, Udonis also about a guy you, came back early and probably ruined his foot forever, and that's why his career right. was cut short. So.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but, I, you know, look, there's – you you got to give Tyler some credit for doing that. You know, a pinched nerve isn't going to wreck your career. Uh, the foot thing probably did wreck Udonis' career. It did. But you love, but you loved it when he had that putback dunk in Chicago. And so had that great! Game. And you loved it when he had the two games against Indiana in back to back years. Legend. So I mean, it George, just,
1: George is giving me the feels right he now. Bled,
4: you know? He bled. <laughs> he bled for us, Alf. He bled for us. He, he, he did. did bleed. He did bleed. Now this is the thing. Um, you know, it's funny because we were talking about Hassan earlier. Like, I remember when Hassan was hurt um, last year or two years ago. Um, and I remember having this conversation. I said, well, what do, what do you think? Can he play? Like, I talked to somebody there, and they're like their, – their literal response to me was, well, he's not Udonis.
5: Yes, I remember that. Well <laughs> <laughs> It's it's funny you say that because they're, uh you know it sounds like when he was injured this past time they thought he could have been out on the court a lot sooner and because he felt rushed back at the very beginning of the year he like overcorrected that like stance and was like I'm not getting back on the court uh, and uh, th- I even heard that players in the locker room were kind of on some hush hush like a little bit of resentment towards the fact that he was milking the injury just now, you know what I mean? So that is not something It's still happening.
4: Yeah, I believe it. I I believe that. And I think the other part of it is it's interesting as you watch this team, um, Hassan is best suited as a role player, right? Like it's clear Mm -hmm. that's what he was when they went to the conference semis to a game, you know, to a seventh game with Toronto. He's best suited as a good complementary player. But you don't Rob pay the complimentary players twenty million dollars.
1: Well, that and he, that's he, why when you he'd be when, great with
4: when, LeBron, he'd be great with a lot of good, a lot of teams.
1: Uh, but he has to accept the role. That's the problem. He has to accept right. the role. Well, but that's and the problem. That contract, is, and if if he is going to be a role player, and that's his, that's where he's best suited, and he's best suited to kind of just fit in, get in where he fits in. You're paying him twenty million, and that's why my argument has always been: as much as I like Hassan... He's the most expendable um most valuable slash expendable piece I think well, Riley out. has. He's to move.
3: expendable now in the last two years it's felt that way because Willie Reed played well behind him and now they have Bam. But if you remember before he
4: got here, they let me forget not, Bam. They could like, not let, forget- rebound. Right, but forget. Yeah. I mean, they have Bam now. The, but it's Kelly Olynyk who
1: makes the, yeah,
4: but, makes the offense Ke- hum.
3: You're not going to get away with a lot of Kelly Olynyk at the five against good teams. You know what I mean?
1: Like oh, defensively, you're going to get. In, they have though. in today's NBA. You're, you're going to get completely out of not, your mind. He's
3: not that good on that end, and
1: he's well. Been they been have gotten helped. away with it a lot. He's he, been let me tell you something. With
3: with Bam yeah. playing with him and then playing. No, with he hasn't big. always
1: played with Bam. No, he hasn't always. That's not true. Yeah, not saying lately
3: defensively that's helped him, but defensively he's nothing special.
4: He's not, well, no, but he's a smart player defensively. He gets into the right positions. He get he takes charges. Um, he's not a bad defender. He's actually a very I think a very good team defender.
1: What big man is he not able to stop like this? I mean, there's not that many big men left that. You right, no,
3: he? I'm not saying that he has to guard, you know, Al Jefferson in the post or anything. But you know, as a team defender, I don't know. I, I kind of disagree with what George is saying. I don't have the metrics in front of me, but
1: I think it's I think where where he hurts you more is rebounding, and I think you're correct on that. Right. Um, I don't think defensively he hurts you as much, but the re- like he is not, he is a bad rebounder for a seven footer. Like yes, that.
4: and he's yeah. legit, and he's that, legit seven feet. But you can get away with that for a little while. Like you can yeah. get away with that, and I mean. He, when, when their best, when he's playing almost thirty minutes a game,
1: yeah. dude, he has short arm for a seven footer. Has anyone else noticed yeah. that? Yes, he does. Well, have short that's
4: arms. part of the rebounding thing. But um, right. you know, when you
5: put him next to JJ, you know, Josh Richardson can rebound well. Right, in Spurts. J- Justice is Tyler. another person that I think eventually could really help the rebounding aspect of a lineup Justice with Kelly Olynyk. There's
1: a really good. Um,
5: Justice
3: does so, everything well, but the
4: one thing that. But
1: he was doing all right. I well, mean, wait a
4: second. Man. Wait a second. That's also a myth, okay? Like, this notion that the only thing he doesn't do well is shoot. He doesn't finish at the rim very well either. He's gotten better. He's okay. Score. Is he
3: league average? <laughs> oh,
1: gosh.
3: I think he was league average. I think where we I, think, I mean, up... you could
1: just say score. If, if, you just, if you just want to put it that way, the, the, the thing He's that from he the struggles with most is scoring. But, um... One thing I'll say about Justice: We need him back because Man. Goron can't keep playing forty minutes a game, and Justice helps at that backup point guard position. And I don't care what anybody says; he is the probably the best backup point guard on the team.
5: They've been letting Josh initiate a lot of offense. If you watch like the opening tip of the next game we play. You're going to yeah. see it immediately go to Josh, and like they have him bringing up the ball a lot, and I think that that also has a lot to do with that they've already invested in him, so they're going to utilize him in every way possible to expand his game. Um, but you, I mean, Justice definitely can help with the uh, creating part of the offense that Goren is having I to like, do a lot of I, now.
1: I like those guys handling the ball, TJJ Rich, but. I like them a lot better off the ball, and I think that's what George was saying at the beginning. Josh Richardson is a natural, too, and so is TJ. Those guys are – and even JJ. I like JJ sporadically creating. I don't want him bringing up the ball every time. These guys are so much better and so much more aggressive off the ball, cutting to the basket, getting to the corners and making shots than they are if they're – you know, even Josh still does that thing where he stays at the at the half-court line and and waits till about 14, 12 seconds before – or even initiating anything. We also have to remember um, the
3: offense that they're in. They're running a lot of flex and elbow sets. It's not like they're pounding their air out of the ball at, at mid court, waiting for the high screen. Also, so the way but playing, they don't doing need, a little bit of that, they don't need that. Necessary. You know what I mean?
4: Right. There's so much movement that they don't really need. In theory, they don't need a traditional backup point guard, but it would be nice to have one on the roster.
3: Baino would have been perfect.
4: Right. That's what you need. You that's need boy, uh, these Slovenian to, brothers. I miss me, Baino so much, dude.
1: To me, justice can do what Bano did, no. and a lot more. A lot more.
4: I mean, could he? Sure, but I don't think he's a natural at it. See, um, I, agree. see I see. I,
1: to me, I see him as as. And by the way, oh,
4: are they going to keep go him? Go Who? Justice.
1: Depends, I, I, think I, I, I
4: think if they I think if they can deal him and dry, him and Whiteside together as a package they're gone. But
3: like if, if if they can't deal him cuz uh, what value does he have? Well, I mean I'm, right. Of and course his contract
5: expires. What well, are they going to say?
4: Mm, well, they
5: they'll ish, they'll give him the qualifying offer yeah. so that they have the option and then right. but I I can tell you that they do not want to be faced with the decision as he currently is from a development standpoint like okay. what's he going to like are you going to pay him? Like, I, they don't want to be faced with that decision.
4: <laughs> yeah, nor nor should they. Um, the funny thing is with Josh Richardson is that Stephen A. Smith told me this um, when I ran into him here in L.A. one time. He said, I, I ran into your boy, Pat Riley. And I said, yeah? And he's like, yeah, I ran into him in Vegas. And he told me to watch out for Josh Richardson this season. And this was... What does that mean? He says what he th- that Riley thought he could take another like another step. Oh, and was and easy, he... Yeah, well, I didn't... Clearly, I didn't no, get it.
5: No, no. Um, neither, neither did, none of us got it, George. It's it was not you. It's <laughs> all it was okay. a,
3: that's such yeah. a... What's such a random... Th- watch out for X player.
1: Okay, when the Pat Riley says it... You anyway, up. I'd
3: rather hear I'm, the, story. I the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry.
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Shut, shut up, Bjorn. Yeah, can I finish my shut Stephen A. story? i so,
4: so he told me, yeah, he says he's coming along nicely. He thinks he's going to take another step. And, to, you know, to his credit, Pat was right. Like, he has taken another step. You What you hope... Is that Josh Richardson can become poor man's Jimmy Butler? If he becomes poor man's Jimmy Butler, that is the steal of that draft.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well,
5: I, when I read Lowe's piece and it said that my it was re, right at the beginning, it said something like, "And Miami thinks that they already have one guy that might be a, a star or might be ready to pop." I for I, I took five seconds and I'm like, "Are they talking about Jay Rich or are they talking about Bam?" Are they? And, and it, that's it's 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 nice to see. That they've got two guys that have that kind of potential, where
3: we're exactly. even
1: talking
5: about them popping, and there's not these huge holes in their game where we're like, "Well, that's probably not going to happen anytime soon." Well, um,
3: Dave Dufour, who's going to be on the show later, he was already saying that Jay Rich is probably their best all-around player, and uh, he'll be a top twenty player soon.
4: A top twenty player in the NBA? Yeah.
5: Oh yeah, that's, yeah. that was his.
1: Yo, hot Dave Dufour's make- out
5: here with these
3: takes, dude. He Twitter's he all about him now.
1: Yeah, Dave that's, that's a little aggressive, Sorry.
3: I introduced the show as him, Dave Duval. His name's Dave Dufour. I don't know why I keep making him Yeah, Duvall. I
1: didn't know. I thought that like the way he spelled his name you you pronounce no, yeah, it no, differently. I Dufort. should have known better than that. God, to... this,
3: I I butchered this poor man's name. Yeah. Can you
1: can you can you speak
4: and write or, or how does that work? No, I can't. I'm bad. <laughs> I, I can't do any of it. I'm
1: And he's a podcaster and a blogger, so yeah. that doesn't really work. I can't spell. I mean maybe, cool. maybe
4: maybe you should just draw Japanese anime. <laughs> <laughs> George, that's why I have a secretary. She corrects my
3: emails and everything.
4: You have a secretary. That's right. You mentioned this. I do. A secretary that does what? Like, what? What do you do?
3: I don't. I, I give her stuff. I still still spell check emails or grammar check just in case. <laughs> yeah, but what do you do for a living? I'm an inspector. I'm an engineering inspector and plants processor.
4: Also
1: full time student. I don't
4: know what any of that means, but that's cool. Okay, yeah. sounds
1: like you just it. made it's all that up. Yeah. And he oh. runs heatbeat.
3: Yeah, and I run heatbeat. Yeah. And my and yes, my YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um. So anyway. Um, I do yeah, get into? They, I want to get into top Ellington. twenty. is a little aggressive. I would yeah. say top twenty is a little aggressive. Look, if he can become a top, hell, a
1: 30, top 40, 40
4: or 50 even like I mean, I, be, I think I,
1: he's he's close to top forty right now. I mean,
5: I mean, he'd be a lottery pick in a redraft from that draft. Am I right? Yeah,
1: probably. Yes. He's probably a
5: first yes. rounder. I admit.
1: Yeah, I, I look, he would if Replace
4: he, justice. <laughs> <laughs> if he can be, if he can be a top fifty <laughs> player, if he can be a top fifty player, you would be ecstatic with that. Yeah, what, do do, what do you think about BAM? You're already, you're already What a about BAM? Um, what do I think about BAM? I, I have Least been pleasantly side. surprised at BAM. Um, who did I talk to in the offseason that told me Calipari um, said that he was going to be better uh, at the pros than he was in college? Because they told me that not exactly like this. Obviously, he's not K, he's not Cat. But that, you know, you know the story, right, about how call Anthony Towns how he was a great shooter in high school, and Calipari told him, listen, I don't want you shooting any bleeping threes here. I want you playing in the post because the NBA guys are going to want to see you do that. I know you can already shoot the ball, so we need to work on that. Um, And and I've heard not that exact story, but similar stories about Bam um, from from Calipari's people, that Bam has more of a skill set than he showed off at Kentucky – because you have to play a role there. And and he, play, he wanted him to play a specific role because he thinks that that role will help endear him to NBA scouts. Um, so yeah, I, I did hear from people, I have friends who are Kentucky fans, who they did tell me that they were a little disappointed at times that he kind of disappeared for stretches in games, but maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's part of the, um, you know, hard to fit in very quickly when you're trying to, Russia chemistry experiment in college, you know, and you don't have the yeah. same luxuries that you do from a practice perspective uh, and game perspective that you would in the NBA.
1: Well, i been really surprised. Yeah, you see it now where he's at the elbow, and he, I mean, you—it's almost like they had to convince him you can destroy Al Jefferson. Stop passing the ball, like, and once he figured out, oh wait, it's Al Jefferson, and he's a fossil. He destroyed him. They had to take right. Al Jefferson out of the game. They could not mm-hmm. play him. Because Bam is killing him. Toronto he,
5: was even worse, even, you know what I mean? Like, they kept putting him at the at the top uh, with the ball, and, he you know, he's jab-stepping, and I'm thinking, unleash him, let him do it, let him go. Yeah. Because in Summer League, you saw that there were a couple games where they let him bring the just ball up the court. Bring the ball and, up,
1: just go. And,
5: and you see those glimpses where it's like, okay, if they let the leash off this dog, he's about to go crazy. Last um, night, so,
3: he had a play where... I think they over the closeout was a little hard and he went baseline from the three point line and then finished through contact. Like he's the center. He's 19 years old.
1: Yeah. He, he's going, he, when he grows up and kind of understands how much more athletic he is than some people and his speed and his quickness, I think he is going to be a beast. And I mean, just even now you're already seeing a lot from him at, at 19 years old and it's, I mean, what, just like what Leif said, when you when you think about it, and they have guys like Jay Rich, and they have Bam, um, and I think what, and going back to what Sedano said earlier, like if this team somehow gets their hands on a, talking about you know not top flight, not elite, but a really good small forward, I mean it's it's going to change the look of them. I mean it's going to change the look of them
2: completely.
3: We did this with justice already, especially the he's just nineteen thing. We've done this with Hassan. Oh, he has good touch. Oh, look at that. He's so good around. Like, at, so I have my trepidations with Bam because we're doing the same thing. We've just done this twice. Right? We did this with Justice and we did this with Hassan. And now today we're talking about the problems with Justice and the problem with Hassan.
1: Did so, Justice even have, like, one right. 16-point game in his first year? Yeah,
4: yeah. Dude, but, dude, but here, just, here's, the, here, here's the difference. Hold on, hold on. Here's the difference. The difference is that Justice and Hassan... Are limited for their as far as they were limited at that time and still are to some extent um, well justice to a much larger extent uh, limited in their skill set what that for what that position requires with BAM he does the things you want from a modern-day center it's yep. the added benefit stuff that you're looking at now going oh okay if he could add that to his game this changes the dynamic in a big way so he already does the right stuff you need for a modern day center like that that stuff i'm not as worried about and that's well yeah
5: i mean when you see him at the free throw line with that stroke and it's like okay so this guy he has that in him uh i'm like thinking you know now what what if he steps out to 16 feet 17 feet extends to the three-point line i I was watching workout videos from pre-draft and he's nailing threes um yeah so the the possibilities are
4: endless Yeah, when I saw him at Summer League, I was impressed. Um, I was mostly impressed physically. And then there were things that I saw from his game in flashes, as you guys pointed out, uh, up close that were like, wow. Like, it made you, you know, he certainly popped at at times there. And you came away thinking that they got at least a good um, rotation player. But I think that he can be a good starter in this league. Like, not just a rotation player anymore.
2: Are they going to
1: George, be- 6 game winning streak. You you drinking the Kool-Aid yet? What what's going on?
4: Oh, look, they can
1: We look. back? We back, George? I mean, what's back, right? <laughs> like
4: I, I, like don't don't do the stuff that like we do with the University of Miami, right? Like where everyone thinks <laughs> like like back is, you know, winning championships. So they're not back because that means you're winning championships or competing for championships. I think that they're a fun team that is still middle of the pack. In the playoff race, which is good. That's what this team is. We're back to last
3: year. We're back to last year.
4: No, they're right. They're what Boston was a few years ago. The scrappy overachievers. Like that's that's what they are. Are Um, they
1: better than you thought they'd be at this point? Why you didn't see them at a four seed, two and a half games back of the third?
4: I had them at forty five wins, forty six wins. So I mean, I kind of. I mean, they're they're basically on pace for that, right? Forty seven. Right. They're right. So whatever. You know, like. What did you have
5: the Sixers win total at? (laughs)
4: Oh, I had them. I had the Sixers win total right under that. I think I had them at like forty-two or three, as the eighth seed.
1: Rather be the Sixers. I still would.
4: I mean, if we're talking about <laughs> the potential to win a championship, are we really going to argue that they have? Like again, we've had we had this same discussion a few months <laughs> ago. Okay, if you ask Pat Riley under truth serum. What would which roster would you rather have right now? He would tell you it's the Sixers because you have the beat you know and you have Simmons. You know
3: what we'd be saying right now about Robert Covington here if we had him. Oh my God!
4: Yes, culture. Oh my God, he's the yeah. greatest. Yeah, three and yeah. D, yeah. The best shooter in the league. Uh, I feel
5: yeah, like. Bruce, you guys Bruce are attacking Bowen. my Twitter
4: account right now. Yeah, Bruce, <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Bowen with size. You know, like, that's what you'd be saying. You know, like, come on. Like, that's what you'd be saying. So, yeah, for sure, dude, come on. Like, you have Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid both can end up being top five players in this league in a matter and of two or three years. Be,
1: and they will both be out of Philadelphia when they hit their prime.
4: Uh, maybe. I don't know. But if they stay together then well, and they keep that thing together, <laughs> why would
1: they? They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> They're not state.
2: But, but
4: why? I don't understand. Like, why don't they do because, it? Brian Colang- it's not like Brian Colangelo? I mean, listen, they like Tinky, so I mean, there's not that, but they seem to get like Colangelo too. Like, I don't see is and Colangelo, Colangelo a
3: punch because Calangelo' is a punchline to me. I, I feel like he's not to a lot of people.
4: No, he's not. He's very well respected in NBA. So would be a, he's Brian Colangelo. So why would
1: Colangelo. he be a punchline? So he, he comes more. from
4: a. He's had one success. Okay, he's only had one shot. Hasn't <laughs> he had three. Bef- Isn't this no? Third not one? as the not as the guy running the team.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, think, I don't see I'll that. T- I'll happening.
4: take the L
3: there, but I don't yes, think he's but... run, he hasn't run three franchises. Was it a Phoenix, the Raptors, and and now this? No, one? his dad, his dad ran Phoenix. Oh, okay, I'm confused. Then
4: does he have success? <laughs> He ran Toronto. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm thinking he
1: put oh, together, God. like, one of
3: the my favorite teams ever.
1: Well, he, he was on that staff, on that personnel Lord, this staff. This is his second job. Don't forget. This is his second job. My third Actually, job. Second.
5: My YouTube his third J- job. Johnny thinks that Colangelo was the one who wow, built the Barkley so- Marley. That was so um, egregious. <laughs> Richard Dumas' oh finals God. team. It's like,
4: no, nah, that was 94. What
1: have four. I done? He's really focused on his anime YouTube channel right now. Yeah. So.
4: Yeah, I mean, his dad was the was the president of, uh, you know, basketball ops or whatever for the Suns, and that's where he got hired. Um, and he succeeded him, like, he was the next general manager after that, so he, he inherited, I believe, that team with a bunch of stars on it. He did. But his first real job, I think, like, where he built the thing was Toronto. Oh. Uh, you know? But, look, I mean, I guess, now that I think about it, like, I'm trying to think, when he was in Phoenix... I know he he was the guy that that traded Joe Johnson to to Atlanta, right? And he got a couple of first round picks, right? I think so. And and D, and and I mean, like that he he got a, I mean, hell, you get two first round picks. I don't remember what the hell they did with them, but I remember he traded them for two first round picks.
3: <laughs> Speaking of the picks, like, are they gonna? Um, I, I look at Ellington, and they're not gonna be able to keep him next year. If he keeps us up, because they're not, how, I mean, they're going to be, yeah, to he's
4: going to get, he's going to get full mid-level, if not more. And the full mid-level, we don't, you know, I don't expect it to be $6 million. I expect that to be oh, closer to eight. I mean, I could be wrong about that because mm-hmm. I'm not, they, I'm they, not a topologist. But, but, but they're but, like but, probably but, in love with him right
2: now. With
5: their, with their early bird rights that they have, they can offer him a starting salary of $11 million over the course of whatever it is, three, three years or four years. Um, and so that brings me to a question. If you know you need to pay Ellington and you see how vital he is to the success of this particular group, um, at what point do you, you know, because part of the low column also talked about uh, uh, Andy calling Pat and saying the money is going to catch up to us. So at this point, what do you do? Do you look to do something like Hassan for Greg Monroe because you get him off the books and and you get a pick back? Like at what point do you cut your losses because you know you need to keep um a guy like Ellington that that literally you're seeing teams send three guys his way and leaving two guys open under the basket um like you know nightly Man. because of the way that he's shooting well
3: like, I, if,
4: I if think you can I th- get a pick for Wayne Ellington you do that Well, okay listen I think that right if you can get a first round pick for him yeah and I don't course. and now if you can okay but if you can't then you hold on to him and you try to resolve this all in the offseason season. Which, by the way, it's going to be much easier to resolve, in my opinion, in the off season because everyone's looking to wheel and deal as opposed to the trade deadline when you're doing it under a gun. Like that's that to me, like you could you try to move Hassan right like in the off season. Like I, I think that thing, you get creative with that stuff and well, two, find ways to deals, keep the players you want.
3: Two deals are the ones that are going to muck up the summer. It's Hassan's and Tyler's, and right. Warren has an opt-in the following season, correct? Yeah. Yeah, which will probably uh, I imagine. So you
1: don't think you don't think Hassan gets moved before the deadline?
4: Um, I mean, do I think it's possible? I there's no
3: center market.
4: It's well, first of all, no. There's no there's there's no market like right now. There's no trade market. Yeah, like nobody nobody's willing to move anything. I mean, the closest thing to moving is DeAndre Jordan, and I don't think that.
5: But who would need DeAndre like?
4: The Cavs, no, nope. want Well,
5: and Milwaukee. Yeah.
4: Um,
2: yeah. But
5: that—that's the thing. Every team, the money is catching up to them, and that is making for a stifled market. Uh, and that's just—it brings me to the point of: Do teams start just accepting the fact that they are going to be up against that money and up against the tax and paying the tax because that's the, just what happened? Because nobody uh, like took it easy when the when the cap spike happened. They just spent.
4: Or, yes. Yes yes or but, what i mean you could say or but i i i believe it's it's the former but what is the latter before or
5: or, or do you see teams do absolutely drastic moves where really top talent gets moved at a don, you know uh, you know for real for not much because they're just literally trying to get out from this tax that's hovering over them oh
4: uh, i think you might end up seeing a little bit of both right like i don't think that it's those things are mutually exclusive i think you'll see teams uh, I think most teams, the problem is going to be the former, and I think there'll be some teams that will be desperate and will take pennies on the dollar because of the latter and because of what, you know, the, it'll be at the whims of the owner. Like, and that that's the other part of this equation that we never talk about. You, when you're a, per, a personnel guy, and I've had this conversation with personnel guys in all the sports now, um, and they're always saying, look, at the end of the day, you've got an owner you've got to answer to. And depending on how they want to manage things, you have to act accordingly. So sometimes when a GM makes a move that you guys sit there and go, what the fuck is that? Like sometimes you have to think he has a boss and maybe his boss pushed him to do some of that. Um, I'm not sitting here trying to cape for every GM because there are some GMs that make dumb moves.
1: So you're um, blaming Dion on Mickey Arison. Got it. No, no, no,
4: no. I'm not that makes me feel better. I, I'm not, I'm I just not don't want to
1: think Pat Riley did that.
4: I just no, no, really I, don't. I, I'm not talking okay. about the heat. I'm not talking about the heat because Mickey rarely meddles in anything. Mickey, if anything, is the fixer, right? Like for years, like when something went wrong because Pat Reparing. was... The, yeah, right. Repairing relationships. But but, um, but that but, that's just something to keep in mind.
5: And with... So as it relates to the heat, do you, you know, I've heard forever, you know, that Mickey has always said, if we're competing for a championship, I will pay tax. If we mm-hmm. are not, I'm not paying
4: tax. Correct. So
5: then we're, we are kind of at a at a point where you, are, the rubber shall meet the road come next season. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, because so, they're
4: going to be a way over. Yes.
5: Mm-hmm. So uh, I just feel like it makes for an interesting dynamic.
1: Well, I mean, so when you look at the team, what are the move? I mean, what move can be made that could have them compete for a championship anytime soon? Because the moves Boogie. that we're talking, huh? Boogie. I mean the move. That's no. I mean the moves that we're talking, have, about, and we're
3: talking people about. People keep saying that. What the hell do the Heat have that they would Hassan? Win? Why would they Hassan. Want
5: Hassan? So Davis doesn't have to play the five, and he's locked in, Davis so they don't have to worry about five. him leaving. He doesn't want to play the five. Oh, you know, well. Ask him. He doesn't want to play
1: the five. he's, he's a superstar. Don't... It's not oh well.
4: I don't think Anthony wants to play the five unless he gets to play with the Golden State Warriors.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, would you're play not going
4: to
3: do much better than Boogie in and the five department. So I, I don't. Right, know what I, into?
4: I don't want, I don't want Boogie near my team though. Oh, you're no fun. See, uh, I don't you're don't like, no fun. I'm not, big,
1: I'm not a huge fan of Boogie, but I mean, but I don't even think that's a real. I don't even think that's real. Like, I don't think they'll do Hassan for Boogie. No, I think I a lot either. of the things we're talking about is Hassan for Harrison Barnes or Jabari Ooh. Parker or Chris Middleton. Stuff like yeah, that. listen,
4: I, I would do the deal, like, look, if Milwaukee doesn't get DeAndre, okay, I would try to give them Hassan, and I would take back, and, you know, whatever, maybe you give them justice, I don't know, whatever else you have to give them, but I would take back Middleton, so you have someone play the small forward position, and you got a shooter, and take back, like, I don't know, Brogdon, or something like that, whatever,
1: Jabari, Jabari, yes, or Henson,
4: Right, yeah. Henson. Henson makes sense. You bring in Henson, he's your, you know, he's like another backup big, whatever, you know? Like, I just think that, yeah, you take whatever else you get in that situation, but you, you would, I, I'd be fine with that. And Middleton only has two more years left on his deal, and it's like $13 million. Like, I would do something like that. And you stay afloat, and you become a little more solvent in that situation. Why would want to move Middleton? Um, I think it just depends. I don't think there's room enough for all of them if they want to keep Jabari.
3: I mean, Middleton's clearly the second-best player there.
4: Yeah, but what's your ceiling with Middleton as your second-best player? Like, Jabari was supposed to be the second-best player. And if his – like, granted, injuries have now derailed him a lot. It seems very
3: lateral, is what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're getting rid of Middleton well, uh, and you're getting kind Hassan, of- you know?
4: Well, it just depends, like, what you value there. You know what I mean? Like, do you value length? Do you Because Maker is not anywhere near being ready to play. Um no. Like, not consistently at a high level. So, you're going to need someone there. When's Giannis a
5: free agent?
1: Not soon enough.
5: I know what he said some months well, ago, but I don't care. But it's it's coming, and, and it sounds like they're definitely trying to make sure that they can please him prior to. Um, George, you said a while back uh, something about L.A. maybe needing to come off of one of those young players uh, to get rid of Dang. Do you think that they that the heat would ever consider trading hassan for dang if they got one of those young pieces along with him
1: randall
4: uh i just don't think the lakers want hassan i, he, I think he, i think the lakers are are, are like the lakers aren't in, i know they were interested in him when mitch was the general manager i don't know where magic and rob Palinka are on him um and my guess would be no um, and by the way, I don't think that I just don't think they're going to move Be able to move Dang with anything uh, Barring them trading Brandon Ingram Which they're, I don't think they're going to do at this point So, because they like what they see this season He's made some real growth So I, I think that they're just going to end up Waving him and stretching him
1: Alright, so it's Harrison Barnes Got it
5: or how about Otto Porter? If they if they think Oubre can can step into that spot, would you do Otto Porter straight up for? You see, that's such, so weird because we're yeah, right I mean, in the thick we, of a division race with them, so it's like, are you really going to make a <laughs> trade? But,
4: um, I mean, I'd do that deal. I'd rather have Otto Porter than Hassan. I, I think, think he fits think what Eric wants that. to do. No, they, they wouldn't, that? but yeah, they I wouldn't, wouldn't do it. Yeah, well, would you, would you it. take
5: Mahimi and Ubre, and then we're going to stop Late, How this? long have you been waiting to do this? Well, no, it's not have, I've been dude, has I'm, I'm every, capitalizing. I'm capitalizing on an opportunity. You
3: people get into Savannah the trade machine portion of the show that
4: I hate. Yeah, I don't love Uber.
1: Gotcha. He fought. Uh, isn't that
3: the guy who fought Olinic.
1: Everyone fought olinic? It's yes. fine. That's where. Yes. My, Hassan yeah, son fought Olinic. Huh? Hassan fought Olenek.
3: I think Olenek's so annoying, and just because they got him, <laughs> it doesn't make me think he's less annoying, and I don't like him. He's a good player, but I don't like him.
4: I want George,
1: him. Um, Gianni doesn't like white players. <laughs> We've established that. I've but,
4: seen that. Tyler's Tyler's what? is Tyler's not white. Why are you racist? He's half white. Yes. First racism.
2: No, he's, he's actually bro. half black,
4: so you are racist, period. Yes. <laughs> I,
1: period.
3: I, I own that. You heard that here.
1: He loved Carlos Arroyo. I did this love time.
3: Carlos Arroyo. I would take okay. Carlos Arroyo on. Yes. I would take 2009 Carlos Arroyo on this team right now.
1: Uh,
4: okay. 2009? As a backup point guard. Yeah, 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 maybe. But Carlos Arroyo and I were in college at the same time. You were. Yeah, and Raja too. I'm still friends. I didn't know okay. Carlos that well, but I, Raja and I are friends.
5: You know? George, did you go I- up to the gym and play with them at FIU? I heard yeah, they were crazy. like out there running all the time.
4: Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. Carlos You're used crazy. to play
3: in Kendall. He used to play at a park near my house in Kendall randomly. Mm. Yeah. We've Congratulations. Finished. Yeah, I think Gianni
1: we... would be out there playing volleyball.
3: I am <laughs> volleyball is great. I'll, I'll or think... tennis. I love Are you that. playing tennis. I'm not good at tennis, but I play. <laughs> but poor. You're not good at tennis. No, I'm not. I love the sport to watch, but I'm bad at it. I'm oh, actually surprised. Decent at volleyball. I can jump serve and everything.
4: I noticed you have a windscreen in front of your professional microphone. That's pretty impressive. Thank you very much. Not that anyone can not, anyone, not that anyone can watch this. But yes,
3: I paid a lot of money for it.
4: The mic. Uh, it looks yeah. like the microphone or the windscreen. Both. The windscreen. No, you paid no, a the, the,
3: the windscreen. Came with the mic. I was gonna hope yeah, so. See, I care about this so much that I don't know who who which Colangelo's which.
1: Yeah, yeah, a, I get that. It's, so. it's all for his anime podcast. Yeah, this,
4: this, yeah, this is all. No, do, do,
2: you you have
1: really a, do you
4: have you have an? Do you have an anime podcast? Too? I it's did. An I YouTube debuted channel. it. Check
3: that out. Subtitled anime on iTunes. Subscribe. No, give don't 5 it out review. because you'll lose all First episode on Evangelion. Check that out. How old are you again? I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. My parents are so disappointed in me. I'm mean, so correct. Me. So <laughs> are my co-hosts. I mean, I, I get it. And my secretary.
4: Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. A You're a 25 year old, but well, you are a 25 year old. The secretary. There's not a ton of 25 year olds. I can say that. I mean, she's everyone. She's not my
3: personal secretary, but you know, she does help me more than most people.
4: Oh, wait a second! Oh, uh, you th- you thought that she was just my okay. personal
3: secretary? Joe, yeah,
1: you I thought you were some secretary. kind of bigwig.
4: Yeah, exactly. It makes it seem like she's assigned to you as your personal
1: assistant. Run the tape back. You a- said my secretary. Spin. You can say office spin. secretary. Who helps me out more because I'm incompetent yeah I
4: that's thought, I, I a thought, in a yeah I thought I thought it was like kind of like like one of like my boss at ESPN who has like an, a person like an assistant right like an executive assistant where like if I can't get a hold of him I just email or call her and be like hey I need to set up a meeting and a phone call can you do this for me like that that's what I thought you were or like my agent has a, a guy who is the uh, the assistant right like and I call and if I can't get him he's like hold on let me try to get him for you
1: like you did know, you, like
4: I thought. I misled you all. You did you, you think I had a personal secretary?
1: Johnny has an office uh babysitter I mean, who spell checks his emails.
4: I was gonna say that's what you made it sound like. I mean yeah. Am I wrong? Like did I, I are no, like, absolutely Did I mislead everyone?
1: All? He said my secretary. I mean, yeah, she yeah, is.
4: Correct. I mean Well She's not, not real. Yeah, she's not yours. Yeah.
1: She's the office secretary. Right. right. She's the
3: community secretary, yes.
1: <laughs> okay, that's different. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and you just need more help than most people. That doesn't make her yours. Clearly. Clearly.
3: By not knowing the <laughs> What are we doing?
1: <laughs> Where's the Taylor Twelman? What are we doing? We're doing what we do at the end of every podcast yeah. because there's only so much heat you could possibly talk. And I know George has You know they're to on go. a six-game winning streak, two and a half games back of third place. George is trying to hop on the bandwagon, and I won't let him. I, what do you mean, hop on the bandwagon? You're trying to, George, I see, I see what you're doing. You're creeping back. I had 45 wins from the jump. You're creeping back on the bandwagon, which oh, is oh whatever. I create
4: created seat. the bandwagon. Don't make me tweet about. Don't make me tweet like I did to Josh Baumgard, where I showed him the Your jersey receipt. the team sent me and the in, in, encased in glass with like an inscription from like everyone on it. Don't don't make me have to Here's show you my receipts. You're oh, fair, yeah? you're Leif, "How with. jealous hey, are well, you?"
5: Well, well, the team sent me an autographed Hassan jersey as a gag <laughs> joke, <laughs>
1: which I think is wonderful. <laughs> They did. They did? That's so funny. The team sent me a piece of rope last year. <laughs> they was did. They, they sent, sent me, that sent me rope and
3: confetti
5: and I was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> oh
1: my god. Yeah, I got, you. D- did you not let go of it? I oh, no, I was I was oh, wondering no. why the team was sending it's, me trash.
5: It, it's on my bedside I table right now. What y'all talk
1: about. <laughs> I was getting envelopes full of trash from the Heat. I'm like, why are they upset at me? Like, <laughs> so why why don't you guys have
4: like why don't you guys like apply for a credential? Is Miami Heat? We have, you know and they mean? keep
3: denying us. And I even do it really? on media day when everyone goes. Yeah, they, they well,
5: get angry. Okay. They get angry. Well, I, they they get get angry, what? angry. They get angry when we tweet things like Dion's going to be out for six to eight weeks from his ankle last year, and they didn't want that information to be out, and then it is out. And <laughs> is then that they get why? Angry.
3: Do you think that's why? Because they denied us before that, but I think Bosch's clots had to do with that, and they didn't want strangers around.
4: Um, do you want me to have a conversation with somebody there about this? Oh yes. my god, yes, please, because we've been. We're going to try to get. No, like, no, I can't. I can't guarantee you, oh, anything, of course, but yeah. I can okay. have the conversation.
5: Are you going to talk to Tim?
4: I mean, I'll talk to Tim and Rob. Like, Rob's really the guy, I think, at the end of the... I mean, Tim makes the final decision, but Rob really is the one that deals with people on the day-to-day. So. Rob's, Rob's I'll who I email. I'll
1: stop, I'll stop cursing on my Twitter account.
4: <laughs> I think that's part of it, too. You can't be juvenile on the Twitter account.
1: Yeah, my, my, my handle I don't
4: curse. right now is shithole Haitian,
1: so... Don't
3: curse on the account anymore, Alf.
1: Oh yeah, that might be tough for you, Alf. I gotta be honest.
4: Stay away. (laughs) But you but Alf, you also morphed through like three Twitter accounts. Like what happened there?
1: Listen. (laughs) End the show.
4: End the show. End the show right there. That's perfect.
3: Oh my god. All right, then. So now we're going to shuffle things around a little bit. We're going to scoot Alf out. Uh, We're going to bring Nikias in, and we're going to bring a second guest on the show today, Dave Dufour. Dave, welcome to the program. It's your maiden voyage. Uh, Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for
6: having me. I was under the impression this is a wine podcast, so I've got a very nice Tempranillo tonight.
3: (laughs) Uh, You wouldn't be the first person to drink on our show. Actually, it's encouraged to drink on our show.
6: I don't know why anybody would record a podcast without alcohol.
3: Let me tell you something: sober podcasts are overrated. Okay.
6: I agree. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm not going to sit here and do math.
3: We're not here. Although
6: to do I math. will, you know what? My drunk math is not bad. You know, if we play darts, just trust it.
3: Can you uh, can you calculate point differential drunk?
6: Uh, no, man. I'll let other not people not, do that.
3: Not that good. Um. Yeah. I guess speaking of point differential because it's been a topic among us lately. Uh, we're talking, we're looking at Miami. Miami's won six in a row. Heater playing well. Uh, the point differential not so good. It's still concerning. They're getting outscored, and uh, we were actually talking about this amongst ourselves uh, recently. How it's at least to me, Nikias. I don't know about you, but to me, it's concerning. Like they're not. They're winning a bunch of close games. Like, Ellington needed it to bounce twice off the rim to beat uh, whatever Pacer team. Uh, obviously, in the second night of a back-to-back. But, you know, and, and against a bad Utah team, uh, they needed Richardson at the end. So, like, these close games and, like, this winning streak is fun and everything. But, um, but Dave, you know, what do you think about this point? What is there, minus 40?
6: Yeah, something like that. Minus 40, minus 50, something like that. And, and this is where Spolstra shows his value, right? A good coach can win you a couple games. An average coach probably doesn't win you or lose you any. And a bad coach loses you a few. And Spolstra has won two in the last week. Uh, with the play call, you know, his play calling is, is kind of, I hate to say impeccable, but it it's pretty damn close. Like, his in a game play calls are great. Um, in the in the game against Utah, he pulled out, it was the same play that they ran for LeBron to beat uh, the Pacers in, in that game seven. And then... Uh, I don't even know what the play was that he called uh, for the Ellington layup, but it it was enough. It was enough movement that the Raptors got confused. He obviously knows that the Raptors have some communication issues when they're switching everything. I've seen this in the tape, and and he took advantage of it. And he like he ran Ellington through sort of a quasi elevator, and uh, really just had guys going in every which direction. It looked like hungry, hungry hippo. And um, Ellington happened to just get open, but Olenek was also open for a layup. So, I, I mean, it was, was a for great Olenek? play call. Like knowing, knowing it probably was.
3: Because, like, asking Wayne to dribble baseline is not something that I'm sure that they're comfortable
2: with.
6: <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, Wayne Ellington's following that Danny Green career arc. I mean, I know he's 30, and so maybe it's taking him a little bit longer, but... That dude is, is lights out. I, I mean, running a play for Wayne Ellington in the corner, if he's going to be open, that's that's actually a pretty good play dude, call.
3: He's shooting like 10 threes a game. It's like something crazy. Like, where the hell did this come from?
6: Uh, I think someone smartened up and said, you know what? This guy can shoot. There's no reason to limit him. <laughs> Let's just every open shot you get, take it. And uh, it's, you know, it's worked out pretty well.
3: But like I think his career high was something like four a game and that skyrocketed like that's such a huge jump and like why why has it taken I mean he's been he's been the same guy like his whole career. Like why has it taken everyone so long to figure this out?
6: I don't out? think he's been this this good of a shooter, or maybe it's just that he hasn't had a consistent enough role. I mean, this is you know, the the most consistent role I've seen him have uh, throughout his entire career. And you know, I, I think it's just if you you know when you've got that sort of green light, I don't think it's that difficult to get up eight to ten threes a game for a good shooter. Now, part of that, I think Olenek helps because he's another shooter that's on the court. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I haven't looked at the lineup data enough to know how much he and Tyler Johnson play together. But I did look at the, at the lineup data because I wanted to see whether the lineups that I like that they threw out there were good lineups or not, and they're not. Which but, one, um, Which one did you like? <laughs> I like Bam. Olenek, uh, JJ, oh, no. Ellington, yeah. and Richardson. I thought that was a cool lineup, and uh, it's not a great one, though. Uh, it's about... It's like, I don't know, a little less than even, but they don't play very much. So, uh, only eight lineups for the Heat this year have played over 50 minutes, and the top five offensive rating uh, all contain Tyler Johnson.
3: Uh, Is that surprising? If, well, if uh, for those... Um, familiar with the show, and for those new to the show, everyone knows that I don't really like Tyler Johnson that much. So that's, that's look. Wait,
6: why you got to hate on Moes Schrute?
3: I don't hate on Tyler. Oh, I do hate on Tyler Johnson. But...
6: He
2: um, hates on him a lot.
3: Yeah, no, that, that's yeah, that's her thing. Um, Nikai Well, actually, the two big lineups. So Spoelstra's going. We're going backwards now, but it seems to be working, especially Bam and Olinic specifically, because I know bam and hassan are kind of like playing back the number like closer to even but bam Olinic has been pretty good
6: actually they are a negative bam Olinic? bam Olinic is a negative neg- it's like negative one or something like that negative two yeah i looked at this today again i was very curious because of how much uh, i just happened to see the heat like the heat have been involved in a lot of really good games lately
5: yeah
6: and um and Spolstra is just, I mean, the guy is kind of a magician as a coach. So it, it's interesting to watch. And I, I went like two weeks without really catching a game. So I've made sure that over the last couple weeks, I've caught more, uh, more heat games. And uh, I just happened to pick the right couple weeks because I'm seeing like it's these. The fun I'm not going to call them classics, but they're fun. I mean, that game last <laughs> night, man, was so much fun. That last five minutes is one of the best five minutes of basketball I've seen all year.
3: That game was drunk. It, but it was great. It was, it so was exactly,
6: great. it was awesome. I mean, I, I would actually love to see that series. Give we, me a seven game series between well, the Raptors. We did, and the
3: Heat. we did, and it was terrible. It was Joe no, Johnson I, missing everything.
6: I feel like, I feel like, if they had Waiters back healthy and Lowry's healthy, oh man, that'd be a lot of fun, want, a lot of personality at
3: least. Nick, guys, do we want I Waiters healthy?
6: Um, <laughs> it depends on what role he accepts. Do you want Whiteside healthy? That's what I want to know. What's up with all the
3: whiteside hate lately? Well, I like him. I don't think the <laughs> is very
2: much. I'm not very fond of him as a player. Like I don't doubt his talent at all. And when he's on, he plays like a top, what, five, six center in the league. But it's just the small stuff that really bothers me. He's rarely understands defensively. His screening has been great over the last Rarely so now, but that's he, generous. <laughs> You're very you know, if it's coming down to a last possession, then you'll see Hassan get low. And we're like, where has this been your entire career? But yeah, the screening has been fine as of late. But overall, he has quite the rep as a bad screener. Um, yeah, no I, actually, I, I noticed that last that, night.
3: I didn't think he was that good against Indiana today or tonight, rather. Like, especially toward the, toward the end of that game. A lot of like no contact picks, really lazy rolls. That's what kind of bothers me about him more than anything—the lazy rolls.
6: I'm surprised. I'm surprised that he gets away with the the lack of contact on his screens. He's a giant in in Miami, though, is okay. what I mean. No, well, they right like at him. I know, but like, but he still plays. You get what I'm saying? Like, it just seems like culturally, it doesn't quite mesh.
3: Well, less so now. I mean, they've set him a lot of fourth quarters for Bam or Olenek, even even Olenek and Olenek O-Lenic.
6: good. Yeah, Olynyk's been good.
3: Like they've held him accountable, and like he's kind of played better since coming back from injury. But yeah, they've Swolster has just sat his ass like for. for uh, that's locker. just
2: the that's the frustrating part about him. Is like we've seen these flashes of what he can be when he's screening hard and rolling hard. The fact that it comes and goes, and he's what twenty eight now, and I mean, it's hard for me to like him. I want to. Especially because of the talent, but it's just, this kind of stuff seems to be correctable, and the fact that it hasn't been just bothers me.
3: And he'll make you think that he's corrected it because
2: he'll do it for hey, a week. What did Biggie say? I can be as good as the best of them or as bad
6: as the worst. That's Hassan Whiteside <laughs> yeah. right
2: there, literally. That is perfect.
6: That is exactly who he is. Like, because he'll have flashes where he looks like, oh my god, this guy's really good. Like that's what got him paid. Remember that's the second half of that season. Uh, when they had signed him off the off the trash heap, and he was incredible. It's like, wow, this guy, look at the numbers he's putting up. Now, of course, when you dig deeper, you see, all right, well, these weren't really winning basketball numbers. They're a little empty. And and Whiteside, like, I actually think he's a fine player. Like, there's nothing really, like, wrong with him as a player. I just, I mean, that contract isn't looking great. And uh, I don't know if he could... Well, all right, but it's it's not... I don't know man, would you rather have him or Steven Adams don't they aren't they making like the same money? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So um, the thing about Whiteside is I don't know if he I mean, is he their third best player? Just let's say talent, right? Probably. Okay, yeah, so he can't be your third best player. He's paid like the best player. So you, you just can't have that. And it's unfortunate, man, because this like this team, they're the fourth seed if the playoffs start today. And there's mm-hmm. so much fun to watch. There's a lot of really fun. Th- I mean, bam Adebayo, like yes. they've they run him at sometimes. Like the guy's awesome. Um, I've been talking about Josh Richardson all day. That's my, like, that's my guy. I actually, I, I think he, I agree with the heat cause the heat internally believe that he is going to be a real star.
2: Mm-hmm. I
6: agree. I think he's got all of the makings and you know, everybody keeps bringing up to me that he's 24 years old. Like, like that matters. Um, I'm sorry, man, but, but like
2: that's are still pretty young. Yeah, it's
6: not like you. It's not like nobody ever got better. Demar, De, we talk all the time. Demar Rosen gets better every summer. Every summer. Why can't Tyler? John, why can't Tyler Johnson? Oh man, I got Tyler Johnson on the brain. Tyler, <laughs> why? I mean, he's getting better too. Why can't hey, Josh Richardson? Is
3: he, is he still, still getting better? Kind of. Hey. he's
6: in all their best lineups. So, uh, offensively, but, <laughs> I have to eat that. but really, why can't Josh Richardson? get better uh, victor oladipo out of nowhere right yeah and he's 24 25 exactly he's 24 yeah or just turn 24 so you know this is my thing like when you've got an organization behind you the way josh richardson does and when you've got the work ethic that he seems to have like he is like that guy is all about the heat culture the jungle right he's all about it so uh I just, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna put a limit on that guy's ceiling. I really think, and I, you know, this was a mistake when I tweeted it, but I had a typo, and I said he was gonna be a top twenty player, and I compared him to Kawhi as far as the trajectory of his growth, not as a player. Oladipo would have been a better comparison, and I had a typo. I meant to put top thirty, but I'm just gonna go with top twenty, and I mean, don't back down now, Dave. You're here,
3: everybody backing you
6: everybody uh, they really have everybody tagged uh uh what was it old old takes exposed oh, old is that what yep. yeah. yeah i don't give a shit don't
3: like to who them. cares don't listen to who cares?
6: two years from now what do i care when i'm sitting on Probably. like on espn <laughs> when i'm sitting on countdown with with beetle and amin and amin yeah what am i gonna care that uh oh man i I was too high on Josh Richardson who's still going to be a good player 2 years from now. Well, like, Texas no, man, get out of me. It. On what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry guys, I got to yeah. got to turn in, got to turn in my credential. Uh, I had a bad take. Guess what, man?
3: <laughs> no, it's <laughs> a good score. take. We stand by this. We stand by our takes. <laughs> no, here. Man,
6: listen. I'm a basketball coach and I, I I teach people how to shoot all the time and I can watch them like when I'm rebuilding a shot, I can watch them get down and I try to explain to them. I probably missed a million more shots than I've made. Right, like I, I've missed so many more shots, and so like if I if I'm gonna have a take, which it, it just I said I, it's a prediction, right? I've just watched him. Projection. I watched a lot lately and watched how watched how he is like he's adding stuff to his game, and he's trying it in games and he's failing at it. But that means the coaching staff has empowered him to do it. They don't do that with guys they don't believe in, right? It's it's like you're given a role if they don't believe in you. You you're the guy to go stand in the corner. And you're waiting to shoot, right? Like Dan, we saw it with Danny Green, in in yes. San Antonio, right? His job used to just be, hey, you get to the corner and you're blocking every shot in transition. And now look at what he's doing, right? The
3: greatest transition defender this league has seen.
6: Yeah, absolutely. But it's him and LeBron. It's those two, he's and that's better. it. Because the way he does it, it's it actually like it's not just a dude who's uh, maybe a maybe not even a human being jumping, swatting the ball, right? Yeah. Danny Green's transition defense is. Yeah, it, you know, it, that belongs to the Big
3: three-era Heat. That was the thing that, like, none of us understood. Like, we were, like, Heat Twitter became, like, obsessed with basketball. We were reading every article. We were, like, getting into all the numbers, and we would watch Danny Green in transition strip LeBron in midair, and we'd be like, how the hell is he doing that without calling? <laughs> like, what the hell are we
6: watching? It's, he's on another level, man. He's so, so smart and, and just, you know, tenacious. By the way, I love that I'm on a Heat podcast and still bring up Danny Green not once but twice. Brought up Danny Green. He still this, this is on me. Brand for me. This is very on brand for me. I bring up Danny Green at least once a podcast. It's he's like a thing. Me. It's another guy I stand for. And hey, here's a guy late later in his career dribble. learned how to dribble, right? They trusted him to drive and stuff like that. So man, I'm done. I'm done listening to like, oh, he's 24. He's probably maxed out. That's just not true anymore, man. Like, I mean, LeBron is gonna probably play till he's 45, right? And LeBron is having his best season right now, year fifteen. Okay. Fix his jump shot. What, Fix his jump shot.
3: What's going on there? Because I know that the thing when LeBron left here, and the thing Heat fans love to do was point because he was like his first season in Cleveland was not his first his like best years in Miami, and we were saying Spolstra, minutes, all that, like product of the Heat system. And then he, now he's doing this now. Like, what the hell's going on in Cleveland that he's able to do that?
6: Uh, I mean, he fixed his shot. That's number one. Like he he. Has worked quite a bit on his jump shot, and he's fixed his feet and I mean, and is really
3: he was shooting well here, but like, uh, is it is it something?
6: But the so- volume wasn't there, right? And and the shots he was taking in Miami were very open because of the pace and space. Um, the other thing is, man, like he is he's an expert at basketball, right? Like he is probably the the smartest person in the world at the game of basketball, at playing the game of basketball, right? So on the court at all times. Like I don't even sweat his minutes that much because forty-two minutes to LeBron is probably like thirty minutes to a normal player because of the way he plays. Like you can see it. Like I mean, so uh, Matt Moore uh, was tweeting out some stats about the Cleveland defense and and whatnot today, and you know their defense sucks. It's twenty-ninth in the league, right? It's terrible, and LeBron is not making up for it. But the truth is, LeBron picks his spots better than anybody. He's more like Floyd Mayweather, you know, at this stage in his career mm-hmm. than he is. Uh, Mike Tyson and he used to be Mike Tyson He used to be like I'm gonna try to knock you out And now he's like no, I going go punch me in the shoulder for 12 rounds But in the 12th round, I'm gonna be ready to go I got right it. like you get what I'm saying And okay. so that's where the way he plays right now like he, he he paces himself really well He's not working too hard He's going to the rim so much and just like scoring an incredible amount and then you look in the clutch game Situations and he's like leading the league in true shooting percentage in the clutch leading the league in scoring in the clutch 49% usage in the clutch. It's just insane numbers in the clutch. And guess what? He's the best at it. I mean, I'm not shocked, right? Like, um, so I, it's, it's a culmination of things. I think the biggest thing is that LeBron is just, this is fully formed LeBron fully formed in every single way. He's got a jump shot. He's still able to do all the stuff physically, you know, as far as going to the rim and whatnot. Um, the effort isn't there? But I'm not going to fault him for it because, Regular like, seasons. he's gone to yeah, he's gone to seven straight finals. He knows it is a marathon, not a sprint. They're probably going to go to number eight this year, and so um, I think that that's what you're seeing on offense is that LeBron just has like mastered this shit, and he's just like, you know what, I know what works. I'm going to do what works, and we're going to, you know, we're we're going to do this this way, and that's it.
3: Well, I was going to ask you if you were concerned about them getting out of the East, but it would appear no.
6: I, I mean, I flirted with uh, with Toronto a couple weeks ago. I, I've been in love with Toronto lately. Toronto their, their and my defense
3: is so much better.
6: Dude, they're like fourth in the league in defense, and their offense is so like it's it's so much better. DeRozan, honestly, DeRozan should be in MVP conversation. Absolutely, and he's not he's not at all. No, um, but but he should be. He should be like. And the thing is, he's scoring less, and that's going to hurt him in the MVP talk. But the thing is, his playmaking has improved. His defensive effort has improved. Now, here's what I'll say. The effort doesn't, you know, A for effort, but that's not going to help me out that much. But, but he is trying harder, right? And, and so uh, the optics are better at least. And, uh, but his playmaking has been the part that's impressed me the most. Um, but, yeah, Toronto, uh, OG Ananobi is just kind of amazing. Uh, what he's been able to do as a rookie, and, you know, he keeps improving. Um, Not to the extent that Donovan Mitchell does, but still, like, it's impressive for a rookie to come in and and you can watch him get better week by week. So, yeah, Toronto, I think, has the best chance. A lot of people have been talking about Boston because of all the bodies they can throw at LeBron. But Jaron Brown can't guard LeBron. Jason Tatum can't guard LeBron. You know, uh, Marcus Morris, (laughs) that's sort of a myth that he can guard LeBron. Good luck. Yeah, and so you know that's the truth, man. Like when you get to the playoffs, if you don't have LeBron in the East, you do they have a roster? spot yeah, you should...
3: for JJ Barea. <laughs> no. We don't have
6: the that. thing. Is you need Kawhi, you need JJ Barea, and you need Kevin Durant. <laughs> that's the
3: that's a trifecta.
6: Those are the three guys that can that can mess with LeBron.
3: And Boris DL for three games. Do you remember that? Nikias? Hey.
6: Yeah. You know, me start, hey, that was, so, dude, that was guys, the
3: weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, they put Boris Diaw on LeBron, and he got so confused.
6: You you understand that Boris Diaw is an amazing athlete, right? Yes.
3: Did but, you yeah. ever
2: did okay, you hear about we him in the About combine?
3: optics. I mean, the optics of Boris Diaw guarding LeBron at the height of the sport.
2: Yeah. Like, without
3: help. <laughs> just yeah, fine. just on an island like LeBron's hey ISOing on. Boris and like can't do anything.
6: All right, but Boris Diaw is an incredible. You know about him at the combine, right? No. Did you ever hear that story? So when Boris Diaw was going, was in the combine to be, you know, the draft combine to be drafted, uh, he walked into the room where they, where they ch- uh, check your vertical, you know, Wait. with the like tabs or whatever, and he's like wearing some like slides, <laughs> and drinking an espresso, and he's like, "What's this?" And they tell him what it is. So he kicks his slides off, holds hands the guy the espresso, jumps up gets his hand above as high as you can go, takes his espresso, puts his slides on, and just walks off.
3: Is he a Dave Chappelle <laughs> skit?
6: <laughs> he pretty much is, man. Feels
3: like... Jesus.
6: Uh, yeah, so, so like, I mean, it's it's funny because we all saw Boris kind of, like, fall in love with food and get a little fat, and he had the fat closet. <laughs> hasn't
3: with food, okay? You
6: know? I mean, yeah. Food and wine, Google man. Books. That's why... I, <laughs> Boris Diaw is my spirit animal for that reason. But, um... Although I'm not fat. But uh but Boris was a good athlete, man. Like this this idea that just because like he was he was a little overweight, but like I think he was like two forty five, but he was also like six seven. Yeah. Not not that big. He just didn't lift weights. That was the issue. He, he had his skinny arms. Flabby. Yeah. This God, out. we man, this this I took this off the rails. I'm I sorry, told guys.
3: you this is our show, dude. We end up <laughs> right. at Boris D. Out guarding LeBron in the finals, and we were supposed to be talking about Spolster and offense and motion and yeah. pick and roll, and they get mad at me about, when I mention spread pick. We're Running fight. a lot of flex. Yeah, Miami's running a lot of flex. So. Yeah,
6: okay, yeah, there you go. That, that's <laughs> you your go. analysis,
3: Here's guys. My, yeah, that's, that's my
6: that's my analysis.
3: That's the stuff you get only here. The Heat beat pot. You ever call
6: Nikias out for tweeting while you guys are recording, or what?
3: Oh, I think we have. Are you doing that now? Yep. Can you pay attention? <laughs> nah, I'm listening. I think yeah, he, he sometimes he picked, he's picked Tyler 2K. Johnson
6: over Jordan Clarkson.
3: Get the hell out of here! Did you say that?
6: What about Kelly he Clarkson? Is. Why
3: would you not? I don't. Like you Tyler picked Tyler
6: Johnson Clinton. over Kelly Clarkson. Okay,
3: I'm glad I have you here. Tyler Johnson no. said to make what is it, 19 million next year? Yeah. Tell me. And- tell me, in what world is that a good idea? it's an awful idea he's a hes not a starter in the league he's just a guy off the bench who's has he's pretty good off the ball he's kind of a disaster when you ask him to run offense like he is what he is he's an off guard he's undersized he plays really hard you know he's a he's a above average defender he shoots the ball well and that's what he is the hell out of your 19 million dollars
6: yeah I would have let the Nets sign him
3: that's what I'm saying man that's all I'm saying That and, and they're trying to make it seem like I have the most morbid take on earth and I said no one's going to take that contract the only time somebody's going to want that is when it's expiring and that's the only time you're going to want to have uh,
6: or, it or attach a first rounder to it
3: no they can't do that anymore <laughs> please no we're done dude are,
6: are, you, guys, are you guys in on, on re-signing LeBron
3: yes I was, t- I was tweeting see- about that today. Like, I'm so excited for the second stint LeBron Heat Twitter. That's going to be fun.
6: Yeah. Did you guys see my, my fake trade?
3: No, I didn't. Oh, What's your fake trade? You I read? love fake trade. It was,
6: it was LeBron, Wade, and Tristan Thompson Four? for Whiteside, Winslow, and I think Tyler Johnson Tyler and like a couple anywhere. of picks.
3: Let's go do it. Let's do it. I'm here. I'm here for this. Can they let, trade? Let, their, I, I don't even. Think, can they trade their picks?
6: Or was it? No, no, no. It Probably. was waiters. Sorry, it was waiters. <laughs>
2: we can throw in TJ.
6: Getting waiters back to Cleveland. We can
2: throw in oh TJ. well, then, yeah, you do that 100. The- well, percent
6: Well, the thing is, if you look at it from Cleveland standpoint, and this is a completely bullshit fake trade. This is completely all right. Just I, it was not serious at all. I love your bullshit. Uh, before fake trade. I before that. people get in my in my mentions, but but the thing was, I was thinking about it from Cleveland standpoint. So. Isaiah Thomas, Waiters, um Kevin Love and Hassan Whiteside is still a playoff team in the in the East.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? So you don't think that's a playoff team?
6: Yeah, it's a playoff team.
2: Yeah.
3: I guess yeah.
6: It's play- in the yeah, it's a <laughs> Yeah, playoff no, team. yeah, and then um, right. the,
3: well, let's be honest, the West doesn't the West have hey. under 500 teams in the playoffs?
6: It, it, yeah, and well, and then also they'd be uh keeping the Nets big. They would be. Right? So they get a a lottery pick out of that so that was my thought was you know that the that the the calves could get out ahead of the whole thing of losing lebron the, the issue is you know, he's got a no trade clause um so unless he wants to go to miami god but man i'm rooting so hard for him to go to miami Like my argument is purely off the court lebron i just think about lebron riding his mountain bike to the stadium <laughs> how I miss happy you. he looks
2: i've missed those days
6: yeah um, I don't care about like the on the court stuff because it'll be different because Wade's not that Wade and Bosch is not playing, and um, so it won't be the same. But like, I just think about LeBron and how much he loved Miami, and I, I just like see him finish his career there.
3: Dave, I tweeted this today. <laughs> Nikias got mad at me for even bringing it up. Bam and Bosch together,
6: like with bang. with Bam is sort of the oh well, I guess both like, of them as like, 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 the rim protector. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the... Hey, listen, man. You could have said um, Kelly Olenek and Bosch playing together. Anybody playing oh. with Bosch is going to be good, right? You could have said Nikias and Bosch who says no, <laughs> right? Like Okara White. Yeah.
3: I, I like not, him, man. No, because Okara White and Nikias look alike. You <laughs> really don't. He hates That's, that. No, you don't. Does Nikias, listen, hey, does Nikias look don't know more like don't. Greg Monroe or Okara White?
6: I don't think it looks like either one of them. Thank you know that all black people don't look alike, right? Have we, have we gone there yet? We've, the no, yeah, we've gone over we there. Have. Right. That's so why he, he hates it. Has it hasn't him at all.
3: But this is – hold on, Dave. This is an entire Heat Twitter inside joke that he hates.
6: Oh, uh, okay. It's also uh, wait. Funny. All right. I haven't seen I haven't seen it tweeted, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm not in on Heat Twitter, although I did – You don't want to be. Because of my Josh Richardson take, I did pick up, like, a bunch of Heat Twitter people, so – you oh uh, man! You
2: just know. wait until you tweet something. Negative yeah, just wait
3: to <laughs> see Marcus Canby. You're gonna see the Marcus Camby train. Um, Listen, man, I I have found mean, out they're, that they're well. Mean.
6: But if you tweet anything that's not positive, people just hate it. And it's like, I'm sorry, man, but this is just the truth. And like the OKC folks hate me because I nitpick Russell Westbrook. But there's the thing is, like he's so close to being like a top tier player, I'm gonna nitpick it. You know, yeah. just get better. I mean, I, I, he doesn't give a shit what I think. So, he and he's, he, you know, he got. Except for Jordan. and I'm and I'm pumped for him that he signed that big ass contract, right? Like, but you know, OKC okay, Twitter people get mad at
3: me. Are they bad? It would appear that they're, I, bad.
6: they're. Listen, man, everybody's bad. People got mad at Minnesota folks. Got bad mad at me for talking about uh, Tom Thibodeau and his minutes, and how he's gonna run Jimmy Butler into the ground. And they were like legit upset with that? me. That's
4: just fact.
6: Well. And what they said was that they then they come out with the you don't watch the games. And it's like, um, well, all right, that's a dumb take because I can look at this, the, the box score and basketball just see the minutes. <laughs> right. But I can also but I can also watch the game and look at how exhausted those guys look in the fourth quarter. And it's just like I watch I watch more basketball than anybody I know. Um, so they just get all, like they get on my nerves. And it, that's the, to me, that's the like most insulting thing. Thing you can say to somebody that is like an analyst or whatever oh you don't watch the games
2: <sighs> like the literally your season. livelihood
6: <laughs> right literally this is this is what I do man Charles like, all I do is, is the only
3: one that gets away with it
6: yeah but he's getting paid enough yeah. that it doesn't matter <laughs> right like what are they gonna do fire him okay yeah he lives <laughs> in Scottsdale Arizona man the weather's beautiful there
3: that's funny um I also wanted to ask you about Houston and I guess Nikias, you can get it on this too.
2: Um. Uh, thanks. You're welcome.
3: Guys, gotta get you more. Gotta get. Listen, Dave. We've always told Nikias that he needs to get his usage percentage up. His usage percentage is always way too low.
6: Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now the problem. It's 2K and it's Twitter. You Stop tweeting. Pay attention. Those, gotta turn them off. Have a job.
3: I bet he wouldn't do this on the basketball breakdown podcast. No, only on only on this one. <laughs> on the big yeah coach
6: nigga standard for that shit
3: on the, on the big wigs you pay attention i was gonna ask you about houston but i changed my mind because i remember that you said that you coached um and i want to bother you about justice Winslow shooting because um I'm gonna i don't have to pull up a video oh, okay you don't know forget it. okay i i,
6: I haven't I, I can pull up a video sorry go ahead it's not that ask, me I, ask no, me I was gonna way.
3: ask you like do you think no, I, I, if if like the cuz he has worked on the shot and like it's improved and I was wondering what as a coach what your take was on that improvement is it is it something is it not his form is it him like what the hell is going on but
6: so I mean he's got shoulder problems right
3: now he does yeah
6: Okay, but were his? I mean, was his form funky before? Yeah, I, don't, I can't remember for some reason. No, it, was, it doesn't stand out. It was bad. Like, and I'm usually on top of the funky shots, you know. And for some reason, his doesn't stand out. It wasn't like Marion um,
3: bad, but it was just like. So what I'm, do you, looking, what are you doing
6: I'm looking. I'm right? looking at his setup first of all. Here's what I would say: his feet pointing at the rim. Like, I don't love that. I think you got to turn your body a little bit, um, so you don't have to do that weird elbow in shit, which is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, doing anything unnatural for your body. When shooting is a bad thing. Um I'm looking for a damn video. Does I mean they've got him working, they they'll leave him behind. They had him damn, I didn't know that they left him behind to work with a shooting coach no, at yeah. one point last season.
3: No, I mean he's he's been trying to get this fixed since he got here. Because it's been and Nikaias can attest to it, like it's been the it's been the only thing that can keep him off the court.
6: Well, you remember he like when they were drafted him, like everyone touted him as this like three and D guy because of the one season at Duke. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't understand. Like at some point we'll figure out uh, one year is just not enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Like Alonzo Ball had his best shooting year of his life when he was at UCLA.
2: Yeah, he was. What was he like the low
6: 30s in high school? He, dude, It was terrible. Now, part of that is it's shot selection. Like we, we we saw LaMelo the other day, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Lonzo wasn't much better. Um, yeah, it, it's, uh, I don't know, man. Shooting is tricky. I, I think like you have to adjust to whoever the guy is. Um, and then you, you know, it's about how coachable he is and all these things. And I, I've never gotten the, the notion that, that justice Winslow wasn't coachable and he's a smart player. Um, it's, it's just so whether weird. or not
3: like the entire, like it's it's so weird. His I mean, career
6: I, arc has been weird so far.
3: His rookie year, and, he was really good, and I guess right. like, They've asked was him to do more, him. more as time has gone on, and that's just been a disaster.
6: Yeah, I remember that started. Did uh, it start in summer league that second year where they were like, "Hey, we want to see how you can playmake with the ball and stuff like that." But that's 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 part of developing. I mean, look at Josh Richardson, right? He like they're go. asking him to like, do he's more.
3: Good. He's probably the second best playmaker on the team. Like he's po- right. In, in Josh Richardson.
6: Richardson. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Yeah. Oh Winslow. Okay.
3: You agree Nikaias? Yeah. Go
2: ahead.
3: No, that I'm asking. do you agree?
2: Oh yeah. You're Stop good. tweeting and pay attention. I'm not tweeting yeah, my okay. phone. Is... Justice <laughs> like, Winslow as the
3: second best playmaker on the team. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Okay.
2: okay. <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay
6: yeah. Um, but, but, uh, feels like the injury stuff has, has been a real issue.
3: Gets him out of rhythm. But even, yeah, well, but even also, when they like, start the year, though, he's like disjointed and like the, the, the offensive lineups are terrible when he's on and
6: Is he is he due for a contract this summer? I think so. Yep.
2: They might let him walk.
6: Uh, um,
2: I don't think they would let him walk.
6: They should I doubt leave. they let him walk. They they picked up his option. Um Let me see. Yeah, so the no, he's a he's a free agent. Restricted free agent 2019 um, So yeah I, I've always Like I always looked at him as like a guy that They were going to throw into a trade To try to get a superstar Does
3: he have anybody, like, That was just my assumption the whole time him? I know in Lowell's article well, executives called him Jaheel Okafor which is not
6: very Yeah well, that, So that's the problem right It's like maybe they've waited too long on it that's You know he's like, not the Shiny of, object anymore And um, I think that's a real concern, and it happens with, happens with a lot of of players, you know, like where where they hang on to a piece too long, and all of a sudden nobody cares about him anymore. Like there was a time where I felt like Justice Winslow was in on every single
3: trade rumor, trade trade rumor, yeah, Yeah. because that's all they had. (laughs) like they've done and i know that like we've had a lot of back and forths uh, as a fan base on like their asset management but like he's the only thing that they that they had and i know somebody I forgot who i don't know nikas did you see it somebody was tweeting out what the heat have done with their second round picks
2: uh yeah that was um sagar i want to say that make sure i'm saying that right yeah he's
3: like,
2: one
3: of them. all the second round picks that they've traded since like 2013 or 14 or something have just turned into nothing it's it's that you know, and the, then
6: what about the ones they've drafted?
3: I think Josh Richardson's the only one, right?
6: Yeah, they've kept. That, that's a good track record. That's, that's a good track record. <laughs> but the rest of them have all gone or to nothing.
3: 1, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the trades that they've done them for, like they haven't retained any. Like the asset management of the picks themselves, not, not not the drafting, but just like the transactions with the picks have resulted in nothing. They've just given away a bunch of picks, like in hindsight looking at who they kept who they didn't keep and what they got you know which is a problem sure and, yeah. and yeah. That, that's why justice ends up in trade rumors because that's in reality now it's a little different now they have hassan and they have it, but like at one point that's all they had him and now that yeah he's not are they
6: going to be able to move hassan
3: I think so, but the market for centers is kind of crappy now, and I think Washington would need one, but I don't know if they trade them to Washington. I don't think they
6: do, man. Gortat. I think I'd rather have Gortzot than Hassan for yeah, this I mean, year.
3: Hassan's value has really not been great this year. I think you could have gotten more for him last year.
6: Yeah, and Orlando isn't going to, I mean, I think the joke is finally over, right? Like They're not trading for any more centers. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would hope. Portland yeah. would have
3: been the move a-, a while ago. You probably could have gotten a pick for him when Portland was competing and they really needed a big.
6: You mean last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before when they, they got Nurkic, for, yeah. Nurkic. Nurkic.
3: Yeah, Nirkich. Nirkich. I, can never see yeah.
6: That. I mean, I, I am, I envisioned this trade with Dallas where uh, Noel came back, but I don't think that's a thing anymore because Dallas is going to have such a high pick, and you know, if they could get Bamba or Aiton or one of those guys, I don't think they they care about Whiteside. Um, although Whiteside would work well next to Harrison Barnes, um,
2: I like him with Dennis Smith.
6: Yeah, well, I don't know, man. I, don't, I again. Like, is Whiteside a good enough pick and roll guy to play well, next? Nice he's, uh,
3: he's a good roll man. I know this energy stats, I, great, but he's not yeah, a rim runner.
6: See, like to me, Noel is perfect, right? Because you could toss him a lob.
3: Suppose what would like, love Noel.
2: That's the kind of thing um, that's supposed to be like. Does yeah. anyone love Noel at this point? Yeah, I was going to say. Why are people he might so low on him? I
6: like I think there are issues.
2: Yeah, I like him as a player when yeah. he's upright. But You're like,
6: not that talented sitting on the bench. Let's just put it that way. Like, There's an issue.
3: I don't know what the issue gone.
6: is. Yeah, but there, there are issues.
3: All right, Dave. I'm going to end on this note. One last question for you because we're running on time. Um. All right. The thing that Spolstra has done this season that you are most impressed with, because I know you're a Spo guy, and uh, I guess a follow up, is he coach of the year favorite for you so far?
6: Um, no. <laughs> I think Brad Stevens is the favorite for coach of the year, which I know you guys don't don't love hearing that a Boston coach is gonna Boo. probably win the award, Marcus but
3: can be. well,
6: Boo. I mean, <laughs> are you like if you look at the job that, that Stevens has done after losing their best player? you know whatever it was 3 minutes into the I season I love that take What
3: that Gordon Hayward was their best player cuz Well I... he
6: was going to be but I mean Horford is their best player
3: <laughs> What
6: That's not Yeah That's not a joke What No that's not a joke at all okay. Al Horford is the best player on the Celtics
3: I like that take more
6: Okay all right So Al Horford is their best player but like they lost Gordon Hayward um and, and he's held it together and I mean to the tune of like the best defense in the league and you now their offense could be better but you know it is what it is um yeah it, it's uh, I, th- I think it's Steven's award to lose narrative matters so much and and like spo ha- Spo had it last year with the big run at the end and just didn't win it um, this year it's like what have you done for me lately? We saw you do this with this team last year okay we get it. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I think he'll be mentioned among those guys, but I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Stevens.
3: I guess I have to ask the follow-up as to why Horford is the best player in the Celtics. <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't, I can't okay. just leave that there.
6: All right, so they're the best defense in the league, right? Yes. He's their most important defensive player by a lot. What he does, right? He quarterbacks the defense, much in the way Tim Duncan did. Um, offensively, you're not able to do the stuff that you can do. With anybody but Horford, it's just it's just the truth.
3: But it sounds like Horford is like their Chris Bosh. I guess they don't have. I would
6: say Horford is their Draymond Green. Right. That's that's, right. So Horford is their Draymond Green. The thing is, they don't have a Steph Curry.
3: So by by extension, he is the most important. Gotcha. Absolutely. Right. I can see that.
6: Yeah. Now. And he's been great. This is. This isn't a hate on Kyrie because Kyrie's been really good, uh, but he hadn't been that good. Hasn't Kyrie he's basically been, been
3: essentially the same guy, or like a little slightly worse?
6: With, with he's been he's been about the same guy offensively, and then defensively we've seen a little bit more effort. That's it.
3: So yeah, you know about about yeah. the same guy,
6: right? And I mean, but if they had Horford, man, it's a whole another ball game.
3: I've been I've been really impressed with um with how al has moved at, at his age because I, w- I would make fun of him for being cement footed you know getting getting into this age but he's been incredibly quick especially with the first step and i've been that's been awesome for them
6: uh, a lot of a lot of bursts you know yeah. going to the basket like watching him kind of dunk on people I, that, has it still been really me interesting by
3: surprise like when he like blows by a guy on a closeout and it's yeah. pretty quick and i was like whoa yeah man
6: uh Nikias, I just I just added you on a on a tweet that someone just sent me, for, where where you can see the kind of shit I've been hearing, the negative stuff I've been hearing about Josh Josh Richardson. Oh, this uh, is good. yeah. yeah I well, care, I said,
2: please.
6: well, I said you know Josh would follow the Kawhi trajectory, and this guy says he's gonna have to hurry because he's only two years younger than him. Like I care.
3: <laughs> we thought I don't.
6: You- I do yeah. not care.
3: We thought Justice was going to do the Kawhi thing, and it turns out Josh Richardson was going to do the Kawhi thing the whole time.
6: Yeah, the Josh Richardson, is he is he the best player on the Heat? Um, No. Put you on the spot. It's Drogic, right? I
3: think he's the second best. I think Goran's better.
2: Yeah, that's still say Gorin right now.
6: I think it's close.
3: I think Richardson's still, as, as much as he is, I guess that's not fair. I mean, Goran, I think, is a better offensive player, and... Richardson's a better defensive player, but I still think Josh makes some mistakes He's he's a very we used to make fun of him for being like really active, but not smart now He's like getting to the smart part with the activity, right. but he still does like dumb shit that you're like J- Josh why
6: I think he should be in consideration for uh, Defensive team the dude's oh, defense different. is just incredible man And I mean the offense is coming along right the offense is is the part that's questionable um but like i said before man the fact that he you're seeing him add stuff you're seeing him do more stuff in the pick and roll you're seeing him you know do all these things i think that that's that's really important and he's probably showing the coaching staff that he can do it i think which means they're letting him do it in the game
3: and another person
6: tagged me with old takes exposed, I'm, I swear to God, it's been like forty people today. I cannot were, wait. Were to not with, care about this tweet?
3: Were you unfamiliar? No, I know what I know okay. what it is,
6: but I just don't care about it. I can't wait for two years from now when someone digs up this tweet.
3: Well, Demarcus, <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins did that with um, who was it? Was it Clay Travis or somebody that said? Okay, but Clay,
6: a... uh, right? But now that's that's a little bit different. No, yeah, uh, very. Here, here very, I am no, saying, no, let's guys. Let's that's okay. Very different. I was here I am saying a guy's going to be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and obviously, I mean, after the, my tweet earlier in the day where I was saying we don't talk about him enough, I'm a little bit biased and, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Um, Yeah, if I said Josh Richardson's going to be in jail in six months and then somebody got me on that one, okay, I deserve it.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus. Like, What yeah. kind of prediction is that? <laughs>
6: you cannot believe you just brought up. I'm play sorry. Travis. I'm oh my sorry, God, man. And
3: I did something similar on another podcast. And it wasn't a basketball podcast, but like I, I brought like some sort of like crime into something we were talking about and they're like, why did you do that? I'm like, I'm sorry. My <laughs> bad. Um, <laughs> do you think Josh Richardson's the best player on the heat?
2: Um,
6: I think by the end of the season, we're all going to feel that way.
3: You don't think the volume that's where I'm matters?
6: At. Um, no, nah, because I think his volume is going to increase as the season goes on.
3: And it
6: is. Yeah, I think I think that the, I think it's going to be one of those things, and we're going to say by the end of the year, you know what? I think he's the best. Drogic is 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 slowing. Yeah. Oh, still yeah. looks good. The the footwork still impeccable.
3: Numbers at the rim are not. Yeah. No bueno. Yeah.
6: So. His 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 footwork still impeccable though. Yeah. Um. And that'll get him. That'll get him a long way. But
2: it's there. But I mean, uh, he's he starting to slip on defense. That's really the big thing for me. Because he was, I think, I would say flat average last year. Service. Yeah. It was a win for Miami, and now you're starting to see he just doesn't have the foot speed to do it anymore. Yeah. Ellington
3: yeah. being a like a serviceable defender this year has surprised me too. It's kept him on the floor, allowed I'm not him shocked, to man. shoot as much. You're not shocked. Yeah.
6: No, it's the Danny Green model, Danny Green <laughs> although Danny Green, Green. Danny Green was always good. And we've come D- full man. circle.
2: Dave, Wayne Ellington had a block tonight, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> so, Ellington did? Yeah. It was either tonight or um, against Toronto. He had a block. So maybe he is next Danny Green. He is next Danny Green. <laughs> he's 30. He's 30.
6: It'll never happen.
3: Is Ellington 30? <laughs> yeah, he's I thought he's he was
6: 30. older. No, nah, he's 30. Nah, good friend.
3: Well, Dave. Only know that
6: because I looked today. <laughs> I love that he's tried to end the podcast like six times, and I keep interrupting him with. Oh, no, I shit. love it. That, that's, that's,
3: well, to, Dave. Actually, to be honest with you, well, I'm going to let the audience in behind the curtain. I'm, we're recording this the the night of the Indiana game tomorrow. We're going to record the first half of the show with George Sedano um, earlier, so we're going to mash these together. oh Yeah. Oh. So, oh. Well, I guess Hey, whoever, man. That's that's
6: that's good company.
3: Yeah, look at that. That's first good first George, then Dave. Now you
6: know. Wait, did you already record with him though?
3: No, it's tomorrow.
6: Okay, well tell him holler.
3: Tell him I'll tell him that Dave says holler, but tell, it'll be, it'll be weird because it'll be in the future, in the past. This is It's gonna all be right. Yeah.
6: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's maybe, definitely definitely Okay, but oh, oh late... my God, Nakaias, hey, look, man. So, I gotta, I gotta know, how did you really feel about the pig fucking episode?
2: <sighs> it was. What, um, what, what
3: are we talking about? <laughs>
6: black mirror oh i don't spoiler alert i don't want to spoil it for you
3: spoiler alert to the audience
6: d- you don't d- is it all right that i've been like cursing like a sailor on this show
3: i've been wanting like, to laugh because our producer hates the cursing but he's not here when i'm doing he, the show there are no rules. It? no well we actually joke write that down brian because what he'll do is he'll write the time snap and edit it out but when i do the show i don't give a fuck i just you know we we, we do whatever we want
6: yeah i why would he why
3: because he wants to be professional, I want to be an anarchist, and like but, he's like, I'm obsessed. sorry, man. yeah,
6: not to get into the like a a conversation about society in general, but like this idea that that people have these virgin ears or that were any words should have a ton more power, especially when they're directed in a way that is absolutely not hateful Benign. Right?
3: exactly. yeah,
6: it's not like I'm saying like, like, I've said this. This is, like, my the example I always pull up. Like, if I had a kid, I don't have any kids, but if I had a kid, and he stubbed his toe, and he said, shit, <laughs> ah, okay. Well, like, if he says shoot, he means the same thing.
3: <laughs> right. The context is but, the same.
6: But Right. But what if you walked up to another kid and was like, I hate your guts? He didn't say anything that we would conventionally think is, like, like, there were no bad words in there. But the context matters. Yeah.
3: Right.
6: Just like basketball, context matters.
3: Learning lessons here on Heat Beat.
6: Yeah, I'm, I mean, this is just me being an asshole, really, is what it is. I mean, I'm not going to go do the George Carlin thing, <laughs> 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 but I could. This is the internet. Is this it's the internet? Wild West. It's All right, so, uh, yeah, so go. Black Black Mirror is pretty good. I haven't watched the new season yet, so don't spoil it.
2: I, I, yeah, I had I mean, to stop oh,
6: looking at your tweets. Oh, I almost muted you for a couple of days because I was like, God, I want to ruin man. it.
2: I'm so sorry, man. Once I get going on the series, I, I got to finish it on through.
6: Yeah. But that's some good also, stuff. Uh, one, one thing for you guys and your viewers to, to look at. So Jeff Teague is number zero on Minnesota. Yeah. And <laughs> the zero on his jersey actually looks like the letter O, like Cheerios, not the number zero. <laughs> and that's where you should shut yeah. the show off.
0: Hey, hey, it's Flo. And you know what word I've never understood? Top hat. Aren't all hats on top? They're like the toppest part of every outfit. Unless I've been doing it wrong. That's why I stick with simple words like flo It means the sense of security you'll feel when your new home is protected by home insurance through me and Progressive. Also, there shouldn't be a top hat unless there's a bottom hat. Wait,
1: is that what underwear is?
0: Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.